0: the minutes
1: already drafted the regulations but I just wanted to kind of bring um, a couple things to your uh, attention Um, so we can go through it one through 17 Um, I mean I know what most of them yes but there's a few I just wanted to double check with you Bridget do you mind if I just go through
2: have increased it or decreased it from three. Number two do you want to amend number two what are your
1: I'm not sure no new permits within so many feet of an existing permittee so that that's two tobacco establishments within so many feet of each other I mean do we even need that
2: Uh, I don't think so especially we're already going to have the cap and other programs in place yeah but I will defer to my colleagues as to their thoughts no
0: I think have I think having the cap on
1: So no, no, no to number five, Sarah. All righty, six banned smoking bars.
2: Do we have any smoking bars? Oh, I know that's, that's, that's <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> right, right. I just wanted to make sure before I was all done ho about banning something, we didn't already have it. Um, no, you don't. There's about
3: 25 in the
2: state,
3: predominantly in Worcester and. Are allowed to sell flavored
2: tobacco products for on site consumption only. Look at this, there. It is a wealth of knowledge. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, we want to ban those. Yes. Thank you.
1: Okay. Sure. Um, so, the next few are, are already in our existing uh, regulation. Oh. So, we include minimum cigar package sizing. Um, so, yes, continue doing that.
4: Yes. Oh, yes, please.
1: Okay. And then, ban blunt wraps. Yes. We ban them Yeah, we ban them already. Um, do we ban redemption of coupons? I don't think so. I don't even know what that means. We've never had that in the do, What does that um, mean?
3: Yeah, I'm not sure if you currently do now because I've no. got too many steps. We don't. Um, we don't. But it, it's basically people will get coupons in the mail, or if they go to an event, a lot of times they get passed out coupons. So it's banning the redemption of coupons, which would then
1: price below the allowable state minimum. Ban? I mean, I no. Yes. Yeah, of tobacco products. Yeah, we don't want any free. Okay. Yeah. Ban self service displays. Yeah, do that. we do yes. that. So, the
3: only question I have there for you is do you have any adult only stores?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
3: Yes. All right. So, what you can do is you can ban self service displays and give the adult only retail tobacco store an exception. And some towns do that because. Um, because the theory is that when somebody goes into an adult only store they're supposed to be stopped right at that door with a lock on the door and a buzzer or a bouncer sitting at the door so they're supposed to get id right at the door before they can even get inside and get to a counter or a self-service display so we have less of a concern about adults maybe stealing things from a self-service display than we do about young people. So some some towns have exempted, some towns have banned self-service displays everywhere.
2: Do you know how many of our current adult only have self-service displays, if any? Is that even a I thing right now in Frank? I'm sorry, I was asking. The, I think
1: they're allowed to have, but they don't like to because they don't they, like, they, they, they don't want, like people touching their stuff. So okay. they Think they have behind the counter because that's what they want. So but
2: yeah, they yeah, weren't So, so it wouldn't would be, be like a hardship them. on them. We wouldn't be creating an additional hardship by by either way. It doesn't matter.
3: I don't think it really matters. Okay. But, but they do card them when they get in, so they would be 21 when they get in okay.
2: when they, they entered the okay. stores. So I'm ambivalent either way about the exception.
1: Right. so yes with the exception I guess I guess
2: it, it's not gonna hurt if people do like Ginny said some people are very proprietary about their things they don't want people touching but yeah. they do want to have the display out I guess it's fine to, to leave it so I would leave the exception and again I know yep. we still have to vote on it for real in the future but I, I think there's no harm in leaving the
1: exception just in case okay so leave that Sarah thank you the exception in very um, so, we already do this ban tobacco product sales and educational institutions. You want to keep that? Yep. We already have a finding structure system. Um, I have one more question about that. Sorry. Yeah.
2: Uh, the unified finding structure, what does that mean?
3: Feel like i mean bridget we've known each other for a lot of years we've been doing this for a long time
2: thanks sarah i'm
3: 12. (laughs) we've been doing this for way too long as i'm thinking about retiring and um you know so you have to tell a retailer
1: Yeah. So these are ours, yeah um, well I mean I I'm fine if they stay the what we have um, but it's up to you guys I mean I would say first violation period seven days not one to seven and not up to seven I would do 714 and or unless I would bring it to the board and you guys decide one to seven up to seven. Well, that's a third. bad idea. I think
2: that's too much for you. Okay. I think that, I'm, I'm with you, Sarah. Uh-huh. I think that <laughs> just having it prescribed seven. and have it equal first, second, and third is fine. Um, so I, I don't think we need to, to bring that discretionary every time. Okay. Um,
1: so you wanna do seven, 14, and 30 days? That that hits the hardest. The money piece doesn't hit the hardest. Right. The suspension so hits that, the hardest. Yeah. And this first, is, this is. Time. is
2: and that's regardless if it's, that's, that's for a blunt wrap, even, right? It's regardless
3: if it's a state um, regulation or a local policy, yes.
0: Is it one to seven days the first time?
3: Well, the state regulations say on the sale to a minor, but nothing else on the state law, one to seven day permit suspension. Um, so sale to a minor, anywhere in that one to seven day range, but if it was um, oh God, uh, uh, selling flavored products, no permit suspension if it was their first time. Um, so most towns have done what you're talking about and that's taking the number of days that you currently issue suspensions for and then and just using that. Who decides one to seven? Yes.
1: you guys. you guys. There's
2: yeah. Some, yeah some
3: you you under 21 under the state law it says there shall be a permit suspension of one to seven days but then all the other ones are are shall or may so it's up to your discretion um you know just to take away any confusion with the retailers a lot of towns stick stick with shall
2: good news is, we have an attorney on our board, so he's <laughs> the king of shall versus may, so I'll defer to him.
0: And he's not, two most, two most important words in the English language, shall and may. <laughs> right. Yes. No, sh- um, consistency, I think, is something that we've always focused on as a board, and shall right. takes, shall avoids
4: inconsistency. <laughs>
0: yeah, inconsistency, yep. So my recommendation would be that it should be It will be shall, um, unless, as the drafting is going on, there's any consider like there's any distinctions that need to be drawn um, in the particular violations. That would be my recommendation, is that we adopt the shall language throughout. All right,
1: great.
3: So within the the, um, regulation, the draft that I gave Kathleen, there there are things that are highlighted in yellow, which are part of the state law, we just let, highlighted because it's part of the new state law so we want to make sure boards understood what was new and then there are things that are highlighted in green some of them are things that we've talked about and some of them aren't um like i'm gonna just pull one right out here um on the sale of flavored tobacco products you have the discretion of adding three words to Um, the policy. So right now the policy
1: And in our current regulation uh, it notes that enforcement is either the Board of Health or the Franklin Police Department and they weren't sure what that entailed and I wasn't sure what that entailed so I spoke to Bridget about that Um, we thought we'd have a just a quick discussion here on on what that looks like so for instance well the Health Department usually um, when we do an inspection and we observe a violation then the, uh, the authority is all ours to you know cite and suspend and all of that. If the police detectives come to me and say this tobacco permit holder is um, has sold to two minors in you know this time frame, they have the date of birth of the minor, they have the date and time that it was sold, and they have the product that was sold. I didn't know what my authority is or. What their authority is to cite this violation with the tobacco permit holder now I spoke with Mark Sorrell our town council and he said that they could do um, uh, is it non-criminal when you write a, a non-criminal, a non-criminal and just write them yes. a fine that would relate to our tobacco regulation um, or if the board pleases they would let me know and then I would take it from
2: where they're named in the regulation as enforcers and they're not Joe Schmo off the street. Mm -hmm. I think it would because they're named for a reason. Yeah. So I think that's part of the challenge, right? So as an inspector, unless you like, John, if you see, if you don't see something, you go in and you say, hey, I got this complaint. You talk about it, but you can't really write it down as a violation because you didn't see it. But uh, someone in the police department or detective is already an employee of the town of Franklin. They're named in our regulation. So I don't and I'm gonna go back to you as a lawyer. I don't see a problem, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to reach out to you, give all the information, you have the evidence, you have what you need to write that order letter
1: and then bring it to, to, to the to the order. Lawyer. Okay. Yeah, I just I just wanted that. Or I, do they fine under the non-criminal But the
2: fine would not be consistent with what the state would be the 100, mm-hmm. the slap in the wrist that Sarah kind of mentioned earlier. Whereas the state is saying, regardless, if you do this, you pay your height, your weight, and your social security. Like that would be like, That would that would be exempted there.
1: Right. So, well, I just wanted it in the minutes somewhere that yeah. says that this is, this is what the we talked about board that. wants the enforcement to take place whether I saw it or not. You know. It's great
5: our shell. Can I add, please? If, so, if the regulation, if the regulation says that the enforcement officer is police or board of health, but it's a board of health regulation, then the officer doing it is acting as an agent for the board of health, correct? Maybe we need clarification. Yeah, I would yeah. think that. so because yeah. it's, that's how it's. That's that was the intent. That was the spirit of that
2: regulation at that time. So, in I in that see.
1: case, to me, that 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 person.
0: Is one where there needs to be a clear understanding of what the 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 scope of authority is.
1: So I know that the scope of authority of the staff is. I just wasn't sure what the police, what they're. You know what I mean? Like so we would just have
0: to. That's what's difficult because they are while they are town employees, they.
5: That, there was some precedent for the police to act as agents of the board of health, right. um, especially Honestly, during like COVID restrictions. COVID.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Perfect. So um, then I, I can move forward with this information that they've given me. Okay.
2: Thank you, Thank you
1: welcome. Thanks, John. Um, all right. So we'll, we'll move back up to the metacomet shared service.
5: 11 biannual inspections routine food inspections uh, 14 food establishment re-inspections and one complaint inspection um, and so that's a total of 27 uh, of our normal inspections um, beyond that I had another five uh, items that I worked on I attended a uh, training for the together um, several resources that I've been handing out Been getting tailored resources after every inspection, but if we can put them together and give them one place to go find them, um, I think it'd be helpful for for the operators and for us.
2: I think that's great outreach, thank you.
5: Um, I attended the local Board of Health or online, the local Board of Health webinar. um, I'm working with the Academic Public Health Court Um, They're working on a couple of projects. One is uh, streamlining temporary event resources. Um, so that we can hand out a packet with some of the basic food safety items, uh, what's needed for applications, and some tips and reminders for running temporary events. Usually those events have a lot of volunteers without food safety backgrounds. Uh, I've also asked the public, academic public health board to work upon a fee schedule review for the three towns. Awesome.
6: Great. Thank you. Yeah,
5: sure.
6: I actually
2: have a temporary event University because people would come in from all over and it's pretty much the same idea. I'll send it to you. Okay, it's please. old, it's like the old temperatures, but it's still all the parameters that you need for a temporary food event.
7: We do have more rapid tests and at-home tests being done, um, but looking at the wastewater, we are trending down currently. Um, still continuing though with COVID-19 clusters uh, and other communicable disease case um, investigations like neurovirus, and uh, we still have eye health rapid test kits available for residents um, of Franklin. They are free. We got new ones and they don't expire until mid end of August. influenza uh, severity for Massachusetts is low this week I feel like we already hit our peak a little while ago Uh, the percentage of influenza like illness visits in Whenever there's something going on it was like associated with a restaurant or anything like that we've just been noticing an uptick nationally yeah. and um, yeah. Thank you. but we do respond to all
6: about the Metacomic Health Outcomes Dashboard for their newsletter. Um, I assisted in the hands only CPR training uh, for the community at the Franklin Fire Department on the 28th. Um, I did bi-weekly MDPH webinars and weekly regional epidemiology Zoom meeting. Then also we're having another uh, health fair. It's gonna be on May 24th at the Franklin Public Library again from three to six. So right now I'm in the process of kind of setting it up, getting vendors. So far we have 11 vendors, um, a face painting station, and we're hoping to do a petting zoo with goats. So <laughs> <laughs> with it'll be fun. TV, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right next to that the handwatch. Hand hand right <laughs> <through. laughs> Make sure <laughs> they're right next to each other. Um, so, well,
2: yeah. yeah um, and they're going to eat poison ivy. Same to you as well, I mean again your outreach here is, is unprecedented and it's it's more relatable you do an inspection your
4: Producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio. This podcast is my public service effort for Franklin, but we can't do it alone. We can always use your help. How can you help? If you can use the information that you find here, please tell your friends and neighbors. If you don't like something here, please let me know. Through this feedback loop, we can continue to make improvements. And I thank you for listening. For additional information, please visit franklinmatters.org. no. Nah.